Welcome back to TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans. Joined in studio, as always, with my student co-host, Jaden Locker and Balin Middleton. Of course, we've got some special guests stopping in. I've got Coach Brian Middleton across the table from us again this morning in his second favorite seat. We can't get Balin out of his normal seat. But anyway, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. We're back. Uh, we've got a lot of things happening here at TC, so we're going to go ahead and jump on in to this. So, Coach, good morning. Glad to see you back with us. Yeah, good morning, guys. Good to be here this morning. So, Coach, it's been a while since I've got to uh, talk to you. Um, so, I just kind of want to recap a little bit. You've had a really big marquee win uh, against Chipo High School, which Max Preps has them as uh, one of the best high schools um, in the nation. So, um, that's a pretty big deal. So, I just want to talk to you a little bit about that. Yeah, Jaden, uh, it's a good way to start off, I guess. That's how we ended our Thanksgiving. That was a big deal. Uh, it was a big win for us and our program, and um, we were really excited. That the girls, just on them, the girls played really, really well that night. We rebounded our tails off, and, um, you know, um, the Moore sisters kind of did some scoring for us that night. They played really well offensively, and, uh, you know, it was a big team win. A lot of energy over there and a lot of excitement behind that game. With a week off, and it's been no nobody's done anything for a week almost. And so, with tonight <laughs> being a big game, how are you going to get back in the rhythm for the rest of the season? Well, you know, that's one of those things. Um, as a coach, I guess this is like my 17th year or something like that. Uh, you lose count of them somewhere. Um, but, um, you know, I used to think if you weren't playing, then you, you weren't. Or, or, you know, or in the gym, then you were getting worse. And, you know, the older I've gotten, the more I've thought, I've changed my philosophy on that. And, and a lot of coaches out there may disagree with what I'm about to say, and that's fine because you, you get to run your program the way you see fit. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes they need to get away. Um, you need to just reset. And so, as a coach, I've kind of divided my season into sections. And so, we'll say, all right, we open up. Uh, between November 1st and Thanksgiving. Let's just run that stretch as hard as we can, and we'll reset. And then starting after Thanksgiving break, we're going we're gonna to go to Christmas, and we're going to run that s stretch as hard as we can, and we're going to take a break. And, uh, you know, we'll come back after Christmas, and we're going to say, all right, third section, we're going to finish this regular season out. And so we're going to run that thing as hard as we can, and then we'll have a weekend to reset for the tournament, and that's kind of the, the final part of the season. So we divide it into four seasons. It's kind of my philosophy on it, and um, give, gave the girls a chance to reset over the week, and we came in Sunday afternoon, did some shooting, and then practiced yesterday real hard. We'll practice today before we leave. And, um you know, just trying to get, get the, the flow back under us. I, I mean, I think it's good for them to get away and get out of the gym for a, for a hot minute. So with the change of the division, um, um, how are you preparing? Do you have to prepare differently? Because I know p opponent like the opponents changed. We had Corinth and um, a little bit, I guess, uh, it felt like closer teams last year, but now we have like Shannon, Itawamba, now Amory, and, you know, just a little bit of tougher teams in there. So um, that those games matter the most. Uh, so how have we been pre kind of just, I guess, preparing? I know you don't want to like um, just uh, like, I guess, go past these games, but how have you kind of been preparing for those two at the same time? Yeah, Jaden, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, we've been preparing by playing Tupelo and Ingemar mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. Belmont. Um, that, that's, that's the only way. You know, we practice hard every day, but ultimately you got to put some people on your schedule that are very similar. And so, 
you know, coming back from Christmas, we played Baldwin. We feel like they're, you know, one of those teams that's a lot like, you know, Shannon and, and Amory and, and, and those guys, Itawamba, Ripley, those people in our division. And so we try to put people on a schedule that um, are very similar to what we'll see. Um, and I, I the week before Thanksgiving with Ingemar and Tupelo, I I don't know how we could have played any two teams any better. Um than those two. I mean, so, you know, to, to, to do that, that's what you're doing with your non-conference schedule is, is trying to get get close to what you'll see in the season in the playoffs. We play we play a hard enough schedule that we're gonna be we're gonna be fine with that. Also when you mentioned um, something about Belmont, we got Belmont coming up this week, so that's a huge rivalry for us and they're also hot right now, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. And how you're, um, I guess, preparing the team and getting them ready for that game. It's going to be a big game, a lot of fans, and it's at Belmont. So how have you been um, preparing your team for, for that? Jaden's got that disease this morning. What do they call that? that uh, the relax syndrome. The relax syndrome. We got Sheffield tonight, Jaden. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, you know, I know what you're saying. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of – I'm just like yeah, the weekend stuff. You know? uh, yeah, we got Sheffield tonight, so that's kind of focused. Pots but can't. I understand. Yeah, I understand what he's saying. Uh, no, Nick Saban calls it relax syndrome when you look <laughs> ahead and you relax with the opponent you have tonight. Um, that, yeah. You know, so, uh, uh, you know, he, he's a good one too. So, um, But anyway, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I know our community's looking forward to that game Friday night. And, um you know, in my mind, we got to take bit care of business tonight and, and Thursday. But um, yeah, it'll be an exciting environment. We got to go down there, so that makes it a little tougher. Um, but y'all, we need we need uh, we need the Braves Nation to come out um, for all these games this week. Home game Thursday night, and um, you know uh, we haven't had a whole lot of home games yet, and so we've had two. So it'll be a nice night to come out and support your team and your your community and your your classmates, um, and also. Um, Friday night, you know, going to Belmont, um, you know, get by, get behind them and go down there and make it make it a sea of blue. Also, so um, Meg's been doing pretty good here recently. So how has it been um, just to see such a young player step into big roles and she's going to be here for, for a few more years. So how has it been to just see that happen? Um, I know it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty cool to see her, you know, just skill-wise she's, she's there. Um, you know she's she's really really talented um, to see her grow in her game physically and you know you know be be able to do that makes prepare herself for this that's a really good thing you know she plays in the off season against high highly skilled competition and she goes through a lot of stuff and does a lot of stuff on her own so it makes it a little bit easier for her to step in and you know she's she feels a little prepared she's growing so fast like I mean defensively she's catching on to the system she's getting so much better and, and that goes for all of our kids but um being, being so young you know it, she it's pretty cool to see how fast she's grasping things that's just her high basketball iq um but i, I think i do think our girls look out for one another um on the floor i, I i've seen them communicate more this year uh than they have and that's something we talk about and harp on every day um, but um, you know we got a lot of lot of girls that want to win around her, so it makes it a little easier, you know, for them to work together to make it make it happen. Well, all right, coach. Well, there again, you've got Sheffield tonight on the road, 
uh, POTS camp on Thursday here at TC. So we want everybody to come out and get in the gym, cheer on these uh, Braves as they play two really good games this week. Then, of course, Belmont on Friday night at Belmont. So, hey, it's a week of basketball. I know y'all will be exhausted by the time this week's over with, but uh, we're looking forward to some great wins. Uh, coming up the rest of this week. So, Coach, as always, thanks for taking the time out of your day to come in and talk with us. Yep. Thanks, guys. Go Braves. And we're back on TC Braves Nation. Well, we have another special guest in studio with us now. We have head boys soccer coach Ben Kane. Coach Kane, good to see you in here again. Talk a little soccer. Man, heck yeah. I'm always glad to come back and talk a little bit about soccer and uh... – how the season's going, it's, it's been, been fun so far. All right, Coach. So, tonight we have a big game um, against Corinth. We dropped Boonville um, two weeks ago, um, but we got Corinth this week. And uh, let's just talk, talk a little bit about how we've been preparing. I know we've had a week off, so it's been a little hard to kind of, I guess, prepare with uh, Thanksgiving and stuff being in the way. But uh, can you just talk a little bit about how how we've gotten ready for, for uh, someone like Corinth? Because that's one of the tougher opponents we've played so far. They for sure are. You know, Corinth has always been really, really disciplined, very, very good at what they do as far as uh, soccer, both boys and girls. Um, they've both competed for state championships in the past, you know, decade. Um, they've got a new boys coach for the past couple of years. He's done a great job up there. And um, they're going to be really, really good, disciplined, good good 5A team now because they moved up in the in the division. So, But they're going to be tough, but um, it's it's going to be a fun, fun game. There's always something crazy that happens with Corinth, whether it be um, a certain player goes crazy and scores the goal some kind of crazy way or or uh, or the fans go crazy. So it's, it's it's kind of our nearest rivalry. But, you know, since we want this Belmont or Central to have a team, and so uh, – but it's, it's, it's always a fun time to play Corinth. You know, we were off, you know, all last week for Thanksgiving break. I didn't play a game or anything. But um, that's kind of how we you know, usually do it. But we played the games we did before Thanksgiving break in preparation for mm-hmm. the tougher matches, um, like Corinth and then the upcoming division uh, matches we have over the next couple weeks too. So um, we've, we've been preparing in practice, and then we've been playing games that have been um, kind of been stepping stones to get to the games we're about to kind of get in the meat of. So okay. since this is – go ahead. Okay, so with Thanksgiving, y'all's match last night got canceled. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first match I've had in a week. With it leading up to division, how is tonight so important for momentum going into division? Oh, it's, it's very important. And, and we have to realize that it is, it is going to be a, a mind battle tonight. It's, it's going to be cold. <laughs> uh, soccer weather is finally here. We've been kind of blessed with some decent weather over the past really month uh, leading up until uh, the division. But a match like this can really set the tone for both teams, for us and Corinth, because they're in a whole new you know, league of, of teams right now in 5A. So how they play tonight could affect them moving forward, but also us too, because um, we've played Corinth every single year for, um, since 2006, and uh, there's always been good matches, and it's always been a good, you know, good, good intense kind of building up to the next thing. This year it's a little different because um, they're not in our division anymore, and so we're going to use this game to kind of prep for that. Because the way Corinth plays in the past, at least, has been similar to um, the teams that, that will play this year, like Amory or um, or, or Itawamba or Ripley, those type of teams. So 
um, kind of how we scheme and how we um, uh, shift and change up on things. Um, this will be a good, not practice because this is a game, but I want to win this game. Uh, it be awesome to win tonight. But it's going to be a good kind of way to see how we're kind of doing at the moment and see what we need to change before we get into division. So, Coach, with two of our uh, starters, one having mono and one having wisdom teeth, how are you going to have to kind of, I guess, uh, just change some things up? And how does that make this uh, going into this game a little bit more difficult since we're missing two of our starting players? You know, it's, it's always tough uh, when you have, um, you know, two, two veteran players that have contributed a lot over the past couple of years out against a team like Corinth. But the good thing is, is that over the past few years we've grown as a team. We've gotten deeper. And so um, while this may have been a little more difficult two or three years ago, this year won't be as difficult. Now, we're going to miss these guys tonight, obviously, but um, it's, it's going to be um, just the next man up. You know, whoever that might be that goes in, they have to do their job well and be confident and play hard, and we'll see what happens. All right. And uh, also, I, I think it's been a while since I've got to talk to you, so let's just – I also want to recap some of our wins. Yeah. Um, we have won against Columbus and Nettleton, and if you can just talk about that for a little bit. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. You know, I came on here, you know, a couple of days before we played our first match and was kind of hyping it up, and, and it did not disappoint. We started out with Columbus, um, who is um, a, a, a really, really tough, talented, fast team. And uh, we knew that would be, you know, tough playing coming in. But we, we, uh, we showed up and showed out, and we took care of business and won 3-2. to two And um, it started out the season 1-0. It was, it was huge moving forward. Um, we, we did drop one to Morville. Um, but uh, it was it was about as competitive as you could get in a soccer match, and it was back and forth the whole way. It was tied, you know, leading up in the second half, and eventually they just kind of pulled away on us. But um, we'll we'll get them again in January and expect a different result there. Then Nettleton came along, and and um, that was uh, our our best start to a match in the three years I've been here. We we came out hot, we came out strong and confident, and scored quickly on them three times in the first half, and made it 4-0 at the end of the first half, and and got a lot of guys into play, um, and it was it was it was a lot of fun to be a part of that night, um, seeing kind of all our hard work come to fruition, and um, and it was it was it was awesome to see. All right, Coach Kane, we do appreciate you coming in, spending a little time out of your busy morning uh, to sit down with us here at TC Braves Nation. There again, great start to your season. We look forward to the rest of your matches this year, and welcome to come back on and. Give us an update how the rest of the season unfolds for you. Awesome. Thank you all so much. Right, thank you. We'll be right back in just a second. And welcome back to TC Braves Nation. Well, we have another special guest in studio with us this morning, Athletic Director Coach Jared Robinson. Coach Rob, glad you could spend a few minutes out of your always busy schedule. Yes, sir. It is always busy, but I'll say this, uh, and I think I told you this maybe yesterday when you reminded me of my appointment this morning, that, that I don't always get to do what I want to do, but this is one of the things I always enjoy getting to do. So thank you for having me back. Absol absolutely. Well, we'll keep getting you on here because you always do give us some good information uh, from the perspective of AD here at Tishmingo County High School. So I'll just go ahead and turn it over to you. So, Coach, I kind of just want you to um, update us on the sports side of school, uh, things uh, to start off with. Um, we have uh, soccer going on, basketball, eSports, and uh, I think I'm forgetting something, but you, you'll remind me. So. Yeah, yes, sir. So, uh, we had a pretty quiet Thanksgiving break, which uh, didn't hurt my feelings at all. We had a chance to rest and recharge a little bit, and I know uh, some of our, our student athletes enjoyed the fact that they didn't have to 
face the daily grind. But as we emerge from the break, uh, we pretty much uh, dive right back in. So depending on when you listen to this podcast, soccer is back in action tonight at home versus Corinth, uh, former division rival. So I know they're looking forward to that, get back on the winning side of things. Basketball is on the road as well. Uh, and there's been some soccer schedule changes, so make sure you follow us on social media for that, uh, for the latest update on, on when and where we're playing and who we are and, and all of that. Uh, basketball's at Sheffield tonight. They'll be at home again on Thursday against Potts Camp. And then there is the uh, heated rivalry in county on Friday at Belmont. So I would encourage anybody who's listening to this that plans on going to the game, especially any of our students that may be in the student section, uh, make sure you're on your best behavior, please, because that makes my night go a whole lot easier. I just want to enjoy the basketball game, and I know the players do too. So help us out with that. Uh, esports is diving into the playoffs. Now, that's a little different. If you don't follow our esports program, they, they play multiple games. So there's playoffs in the different events. So you have a Mario Kart playoff, you have a Madden playoff, and they, you have a Smash Brothers playoff, and that's spread across a couple of different weeks. So I know that starts – uh, Wednesday the 29th, and then bowling, of course, is back in action. I think that's probably the one winter program that you were missing when you were rattling oh, off yes, the list. Yes, uh, they're still in their regular season. They play Alcorn Central. Again, we play all our home matches at Plaza Lanes in Corinth, and they're back in action tomorrow, again, depending on when you listen to this podcast. That's Wednesday the 29th. So that kind of catches you up on this week, uh, and, and, and we'll do that pretty much through Christmas break, uh, even though the games will kind of slow down a little bit, especially for uh, like eSports with the playoffs coming to an end. And, and bowling will take some time off. And I know basketball's in action. Soccer will, will have what they've got going on. But it'll be a busy next three weeks before we hit the break again. Okay, so we've talked about our student-athlete leadership team before. Have mm-hmm. there been any new thoughts and ideas to greater the student-athlete experience here? Uh, no, we uh, not of late. Uh, the last time we met was uh, we, we usually meet quarterly. And, and Baylin, I know you know that firsthand because you've been a member of the SALT team before. Um, we've identified a couple of things that we want to try and implement. One of those, if you're listening to this and you are a student athlete, I would encourage you to find your SALT committee member, whether they're from your program or just a friend you know that is in SALT, uh, which again is our student athlete leadership team. Uh, we're identifying the, the plausibility of implementing a, an intramural program, perhaps the first of its kind at the high school level. Uh, I've, I've talked to some people around. They're like, no, we don't have anything like that. Uh, really, it's, it's to... Uh, build up the student experience, not just for student athletes, uh, but I, I think we, we've reached a point where there's an oversaturation of opportunities for students and student athletes to be involved in. And, and we want to see some of that come back to being excited about going to the basketball games, being excited about going to the football games, whatever it may be. We, we want you to want to be there and be excited to be there because our student interest let's just say in the student section, has really waned of late. And I think you, uh, having been a volleyball player and now a basketball player, can appreciate where I'm coming from on that. Uh, So hopefully, uh, in lieu of some of that, we want to make opportunities available through an intramural program. But that's undergoing a feasibility study, whether that's possible or not. But we like the chances of it. That would be a 2024-2025 rollout. Uh, And we've also uh, talked about in SALT – the possibility of starting an alumni association. This is not any way to generate revenue or anything like that. Really, it's an opportunity to reconnect with those that have been a TCHS student and or student athlete in the past and just kind of find out where they are, what they're doing. You know, are the, do they own a business? Have they earned their doctoral degree? Uh, have they been in jail and they've gotten out? And I say that tongue in cheek, <laughs> but again, we just want to keep up with you uh, and, and kind of give you some information on what's going on here, give you a way to reconnect with what's going on 
and, and maybe help you remember some of your experience and maybe get you back on campus at some point to, to help further enhance the experience when you are here, whether it's uh, Bravada hosting a play or basketball hosting a game or maybe you come to one of our road events. But those are a couple of things that we've discussed of late inside SALT that I think is gaining some traction. But I do challenge you if you're listening to this and you're one of our SALT committee members, uh, make sure you're communicating with the students, with your peers, with the other student athletes so we can have accurate information whether or not these things are, are really worthwhile. So going back to winter sports, uh, I just want to talk, touch on the the girls' basketball team. They had a, a huge win against uh, Chipolo, mm-hmm. and I just uh, want to, uh, I guess, uh, just get your opinion on how it's been awesome to witness such a dominant uh, TC girls' basketball team. Well, basketball has kind of built their program uh, over the last several years into something that can really run itself. Now, Coach Middleton, don't get me wrong, does a fantastic job and separates himself from other area coaches in ways that are really hard to quantify. But uh, our girls, for the last however many years, have been able to experience that success, so that's the expectation. Our other programs are working towards getting to that point. Now, that's a long, hard road for those of you that have been in that lifestyle before, what it takes at practice, what it takes in the offseason, what it takes in the preseason, and the girls in particular are enjoying that. And it's evidenced by wins like they, the one that they had over Tupelo in the Biggersville Classic just a few days ago. Uh, soccer, we're trying to get to that. They, they've had some early season success, especially in the boys' side, so we're looking forward to uh, getting them on the right side of the win column as well. Uh, but basketball in particular um, is a great experience when you come to our place. I'm not speaking for any place else. And we've got a huge game coming up at Belmont, even though we've got some games in advance of that. Certainly we need to win those as well and focus on those. But that will be a, another great test for our girls team in particular. Yes, I was going to talk to you a little bit more uh, more about that. It's always uh, really fun getting to go down and play our in-county rivals. And uh, they're hot right now. I'm pretty sure they haven't lost a game. And I think how many uh, how many we're undefeated still, or have we dropped? We one? lost to Igamar. That's what I thought. I thought we dropped to Igamar, but Igamar is a really tough opponent. And they kind of them and Chipo have kind of prepared us for for this um, game and division game. So I just kind of want to talk to you a little bit more about. Um, the, this in county route. Yeah, so our our basketball schedule is when you build it, uh, and it's different. I'm sure it is for soccer as well. Although I've never coached soccer, but basketball, you you may have a, a really good boys team one year and and a girls program that's rebuilding, so to speak. So it's hard to find opponents that is that's good for both teams. Sometimes you have to take maybe a lesser opponent on one side versus the other because that team may be doing the same thing that we're experiencing. They may be really hot or really good one year and not so good the next. Again, uh, you try to strike a balance so that the girls and the boys' opponents are both competitive in the night. Uh, And Friday night in particular at Belmont, we should see that. Belmont has a long history of girls' basketball tradition, and we've had a recent history of successful girls' basketball teams. Uh, And if you look at the history of the school, our girls' basketball program has been successful off and on throughout the years. Uh, And the boys, I I feel like it'll be a flip of the coin, a a great game, probably close. If you're in attendance or, or watching on the live stream or on radio, uh, of course you don't watch on radio, but you get my point. Um, it, it'll be a great experience, and it's always good to beat those guys, and I really don't care what it's in. Yes. Um, so I just want to talk to you a little bit about the school side. I mean, uh, the semester's coming to an end. We uh, we only have like two or three more weeks till Christmas break. We just finished up with Thanksgiving break. Um, would you say that this has been a pretty successful uh, semester? I would. We've had some ups and downs. There's roller coaster rides as part of every school year, and uh, we've had great weather. Um, you know, we've had success in our sports teams. We're in the middle of, of getting testing good and started, so that'll kind of 
you know, throw wrenches in our regular school day and it'll stress out some of our kids, but that's okay. So I would encourage you to, to find outlets to, you know, get out and relax, like coming to one of our events, whether it's eSports playoffs in the afternoon in the library, you need to check that out. That has recently been live streamed where you can actually watch the action. Like uh, I know little kids like to watch people play video games online. So you've got that opportunity. That's something that, that's kind of unique to us because not everybody has eSports. Uh, come out to bowling, you know, kind of decompress, go get you something to eat, free admission into that. Check that out on Wednesdays. Uh, and obviously come support our soccer and basketball teams. Those are paid admission events. But, uh, but some of the best prices in northeast Mississippi to come watch high school sports. Um, but to answer your question, I, I believe it's been a successful semester, and I'm looking forward to a great spring because we've got a ton of stuff going on, and it just never stops at TCHS. Well, Coach Rob, thank you as always for coming in, spending a little bit of time with us. We'll let you get back to your many duties that you have throughout the day here. So yes, sir. Thank again. you again, Mr. Romans. And that should do it for TC Braves Nation this week. I'm Brandon Romans for Jaden Locker and Baylin Middleton. We'll see you next time.